welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast. I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. And I'm Nick, Lewin has AF, and yes, is a world on AO3. It's hard to remember both of those things. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever change it? No, because oh God, my now I'm set. You'd have to change it like manually. Yeah, yeah exactly. And not, I don't want to. Do it's not a fun time changing yeah. it. Yeah. And I did that on purpose because I figured if I left the 1D fandom ever and was joined another fandom, I didn't want like a 1D specific yeah. name. So I did that. I did that on purpose. But now it's annoying. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're talking about profiting off of your fan fiction. Yes. Today. Yes. Um. We wanted to talk about this because we've noticed a lot of people um, linking uh, on their fic posts on Tumblr to, um, uh, what is it? I can't say it properly now in my head. Patreon? Patreon. Is Patreon. it Patreon? I we think it must be Patreon because it's Patreon. Exactly. So I think it would be Patreon. But I've heard it with the accent on the E. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. And then Ko-Fi, which is coffee. Buy yes. me coffee. But you don't actually buy people coffee. It's like the cost of a cup of coffee, which I don't even know what that is. Depends on where you go and what yeah, kind of coffee true. you're getting. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about it because um, it can be a, like a negative thing if you don't know, if you don't read your terms of service Um on both of those sites as well as AO3. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the first thing that we should say is that neither one of us has one of these. Um, but we did read the terms of service. Yes, we did read the terms of service. So we and we've and we know people who do it. I've been I'm not intimately involved in it, but I feel like I know enough to like say what it's about. Yeah. Um, but I, you know just to put it out there, like, I personally think that, um, like, I don't want to profit off of my writing, um, just because I don't want it to be, um, any more stressful than it already is. Yes. I don't want it to be something that's, like, additionally, like, I feel like I have to do, um, I mean, even if it's just, like, a little bit of money here and there, and I'm not, like, making a living off of it, um, it still just feels like a little bit of added pressure that I don't want because I'm just doing this for fun and I sort of see it as like a gift I'm giving out to like whoever wants to read it. Um, and I think it's interesting because neither of us uh, do them have either of those, but we have like different reasons for it. Yeah. So like you, that's your reason. And then mine is, um, it's similar, I guess, but it's not exactly the same. Um, so we're not like shitting on people who do have those. We're just yeah. giving our our reasons. Um, I hobbies of mine. Um, I like for them to remain hobbies because I have experience turning a hobby into a job before, and it ruined the hobby for me. And um, that was baking. Uh, I used to be a baker. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, and so, um, I, I don't want to lose writing because I like it so much. Um, it means a lot more to me than baking ever did. Um, and, um, the, I like the idea of, of me feeling about 
writing the way that I feel now about um, baking. I don't want that. Um, so I'm not interested in uh, in profiting off of my writing, at least not at this point in my life. Who knows? Might change. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I, um, in the past, I've wanted to, I've flirted with the idea of like being a published author. Um, like that's why I went, that's one of the reasons I went to get my MFA was to sort of like explore that option for a bit. Um, I think at this point I have enough friends who are published authors, um, and I know enough about the industry to know that it is not the reality of the publishing industry is not what I have in my head as the way the publishing industry like should operate. Right. Um, and so I have no interest in, in pursuing that at that, at this point. So I really like just having it as like something I do for fun for me. I mean, it's stressful and I hate it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that fun is the right word but um you know I think I like that it's something it's rewarding um, yeah it's rewarding and it's like for me and I don't I don't need um I personally don't feel like I need any extra like monetary um money on top of that for doing it in itself is like enough for me but other people some people um put some people like to uh want to have um a a coat coat Ko-fi coffee. I I don't actually. You just know. call it coffee. Okay. Yeah. A coffee, a coffee thing, or a, a Patreon um, account, and um, there are some like for uh, the Patreon. There are people who um, who actually use it uh, really. What's the word I would be? I'm looking for. I don't want to say famous, but like. Like, I don't know. I was going to say, like, some people do use it as, like, their main source of income. Yeah. yeah. And then there are people on there who are, make enough to live off of, yeah. like, more than enough to live off of. There we go. Yeah. Who uh, fund, they fund their, um, like, their creative uh, whatever. It's not just for writing either. Right. You can do, like, um, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, but that, I think, brings us to the terms of service. Yeah, wait. So before we get into the terms of service, can we just do, uh, like, for people who have never heard of either one of these? Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Sort of, like, what they are. Okay. Um, so as far as I understand for the coffee one, um, you can set yourself up as, like, a creator on there. And then people can donate... Um, I think they can do it either monthly or just like a one-time three to five dollars. Or but maybe you can put your own account. Yeah, and you can see the um what they have posted. Like for I guess as an example, mm -hmm. if someone writes like a like a short fic and posts it there, then if you buy them a coffee, can't see my air quotes when I <laughs> yes. <laughs> um then uh, and then you can read it. Um. So you have to pay um, to play. Um, but I don't think that's true. I think there's also, I think you can choose, I think you could also just put things up there and then you can. It can be like a donate. It, yeah, you can, you could still read it even if you don't donate, but it was, it's, you can donate if you want. And you can set it as you have to donate, yeah. I think. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the Patreon is like a subscriber type thing. Yes, exactly. And I think I think you set it up 
again, I didn't read this part of the terms and services. No, no. Um, oh. If you like set it up like as a creator, I don't know if it's like you say like you can subscribe to me for $5 a month or if you say like subscribe to me and like whatever, whatever amount you want to subscribe. Yeah, it says you can create a menu of commission options and uh, you can get paid up front for stuff or you can do monthly. So it's like one time or monthly okay. um, subscriptions as well. Um, and in that case, if you have a subscription, then, um, you know, you can't then block those people from seeing stuff that you post if they pay the subscription fee. So like you could set like a $20 subscription, like $20 a month or $10 a month subscription fee, and then they could read whatever. <laughs> and that's the same thing with, with Patreon. So it's just basically a way that you know, like you can have people get to your content, whether it's like art or writing or music, um, and and they pay you for it. Mm-hmm. And they can either, you know, you can set your your fee to like three dollars or higher. It just depends. Right. You could say like you pay per fic, or you can do it as like a per monthly thing mm-hmm. however you want to do it right um so for the terms and services um i mean obviously if you're signing up and you're putting your creations on any platform i highly suggest you read the terms and services um because um they're not all the same they're not all the same and some of them are a little bit more nefarious than others um like these two are they seem pretty standard um there are things that i think you should be aware of but maybe that didn't stand out as like i would advise people not to do it um and i know that it wasn't very clear and i well we'll get to that yeah um, but I know, like, there have been, uh, this is sort of like an offshoot, but there's, like, sites that before have gone up that, like, you could, like, upload your, your fic or you upload your writing and then, like, somebody, I might be getting these details wrong, it was a while ago, um, is basically, like, a crowdsourcing beta type situation. Um, but, like, those terms of services, like, when you uploaded it, that that platform then owned your your work yes well, so well, like i can't remember the name of it either yeah so just like in general if you are a creator and you are going to put your your stuff on um on platforms um yeah just read the terms and services and be clear about what exactly you're giving these companies um rights to do with your work like uh both of those um can use your um whatever you upload to sort of advertise if they mm-hmm. choose to. Yep. And, and by joining, you're allowing them to do that. Um, I think most people don't care. That wouldn't, especially fic writing. I don't yeah. see um, that being something that they would choose to <laughs> right. you know, put in their ads. Yeah. Read Larry fic. <laughs> exactly. Um. Um, so specifically the, what I found a little bit like, um, maybe just that people should be aware of, um, in the coffee terms of services, um, was the things that are prohibited. Yeah. Um, it says pornography, nudity, and any other obscene content 
literature, imagery, including, including illustrative videos, links to external sites or content containing such material. So they're saying that like any um, sexually explicit materials, whether they're written or drawn. um, And then also you wouldn't be able to link to that if you have, say you had a snippet that was smut free, but then you linked to the actual fic on AO3, but it was explicit then that would go against the terms of service. Yeah. Because you're linking to something explicit. Yeah. And it also um, prohibits violent or excessively gory content. So if you write fix, um, zombies fall into that line. Yeah. Um, And again, like, I think that the like excessively gory is a little bit of a who decides subjective situation. Um, So, but all that is prohibited. Um, I'm not really sure. Like, if that's something that like actually gets flagged and taken down or not. Um, but it is in the terms. So, um, another thing is that it says that any activity that coffee may deem in its sole discretion to be unacceptable. Yeah. So they can just decide. Yeah. Um, so like one day they could decide that they don't like real, real people fiction. Right. And all of the Larry fic on there is gone. Right. Um, it also then, says they have the right to check and remove. So, like, who knows if they're searching, you know, for keywords and stuff like that. Who knows, honestly? Yeah, or if somebody needs to report it. Like, I don't know how, how that works, but it is in there. Um, also, it says just this is another thing. Um, and this is maybe if you don't write uh, One Direction fic, but you write, like, other people write like different fandoms or something, but it says um, you grant us the right to disclose your identity to any third party claiming that like you've posted something that has violated their, and like is their intellectual property. So like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, copyright stuff, you know, you could, yeah. you're, you could be giving your, you know, your information to someone. Um, yeah. But I feel like that, Okay. Yeah, but yeah, they're the uh the content um like restrictions were uh surprising to me, I guess. I mean, like I like that they prohibit hate speech and stuff. That's mm-hmm. great. But like everything else that they prohibit, it's like you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, who who who's deciding these things? You're right. And then um, I feel, was it the Patreon one that was even more confusing? I feel like. Yeah. So the Patreon one says, um, if you are a creator. Oh, so, well, so these are the ones that. Um, oh, 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 sorry. So also for the coffee one, um, like you are in charge of taxes. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so like, that's totally like on you to figure out and deal with. Um, it seems like with Patreon, they do. Um, like they pay the VAT tax and there might be some like, um, like they might hold back some fees while they figure out taxes. I don't know. There was like, I didn't, I didn't read a percentage or something. Yeah. I didn't read that closely. So you should, you should, um, you know, you should pay attention if you're going to do it. Um, So like one, you're going to be with the coffee one, you're going to be responsible for paying taxes on the income that you make. Um, and then if you don't, 
um, then you're going to be responsible for legal fees if, you know, the IRS or somebody comes after you to pay taxes. Right. Um, and so with the Patreon, if you are a creator raising funds on Patreon, we may be held accountable for what you do with these funds. As a result, we look at what you do with your membership off our platform. That's really vague. <laughs> it is. Like, what does that even mean? I don't like, really know what that do you means. you link it to? Like, yeah. they, they check the link, the link backs or whatever. Yeah. Um, but so they, they are saying they have the right to do that. Um, and then they're collecting a fee from what you get. So if, if you're, they take like half percent or 1% or I don't know, you'd have to look into it. Like, again, look into it. Um, but they're taking a cut of what people are paying you. Um, and the thing that seemed really confusing to me mm. in their in their terms was the things that like under the not allowed section is creations or benefits with real people engaging in sexual acts. And I wasn't sure if that meant like real person fictional smut or if that meant like you can't like um like sell yourself as a sex worker. Well, that was separate. So I think that yeah, that it does mean real people fiction. Yeah. Um, they yeah. So that's a thing that we were saying that if we were to get um, a membership here, that would be something that we would email and ask specifically yeah. because exactly. um, if you're writing, you know, uh, One Direction fic and there's smut. Um, they could just take it down because they don't allow, you know, real people sex acts or whatever. Yeah. Um, they also don't allow uh, creations. Um, the benefits thing is like, if you are like a member, you get like whatever extra stuff mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> that you aren't allowed to use other people's intellectual property. So like any kind of fan fiction in this, and in this case, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like you can't anything marvel uh you know if you're you're if you're using um the characters that are like owned by whoever owns marvel now <laughs> uh then you can't um you shouldn't according to their uh rules you're not allowed to post it on their website oh it doesn't even say like fair use is okay it says um Oh, it does say that. It says creations or benefits that use others' intellectual property unless you have written permission to use it or your use is protected by fair use. Yeah, I think most fanfic falls under fair use. Um, but that's why um, AO3 was created to help fight that. Um, because. Comes up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because, like, yeah. if, if, you know, Sony or whoever decided that, like, they didn't want Marvel fanfiction anymore, then that they went after AO3. AO3 has a team of lawyers who's there to be like, no, 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 this is right. perfectly legal. Whereas uh, Patreon. Whereas Patreon specifically says if we're sued, if Patreon is sued because of something you did, then you are responsible. Like as the creator, you're responsible for Patreon's legal fees. Yeah. Fighting that. So. And, and also like AO3, like their main thing is people are not profiting off of this. So that's why it's not illegal. Right. Um, so what we're saying is we're not saying don't do it. We're just saying be careful um, how you link things on there and make sure you read the rules and the terms of service before right. you, you know, start doing it. Yeah. 
Um, and then because AO3, because AO3 says that you are not going to be profiting, you cannot put your Patreon or coffee links on AO3. You're um, not even supposed to mention them. It's not just yeah. linking. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can like, you know, if, if you link back to your Tumblr or your Twitter and then your Patreon or your coffee is attached to those separately, that's fine. Yeah, it's like that extra degree of separation makes it exactly. legal. Yeah. Um, yeah, AO3 does not allow uh, the linking or even mentioning that you have a coffee or a Patreon or mentioning that you take commissions or that you, um, you know, will do fic or, or any kind of mention of exchange of goods or money for your creation cannot be mentioned on AO3 because they do actually go looking for that stuff. It's not always someone um, reporting it. There are people, volunteers, you know, like they have volunteer tag wranglers and stuff um, who, you know, they see that stuff and they report it because, mm -hmm. it's, you know, you're, it just makes, it's good sense to not involve the two. If you want to make money off of it, you know, link back to your Tumblr, you know, you could write, like there's, you could word it. I'm trying to think how you would word it. Um, like, come talk to me on Tumblr if you want me to write a fic for you. So you're not mentioning, like, that it caught, um, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just in the way that you word it. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't use, you know, money words. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that it? Are we done with that? I think that's all we have about those two. Um because we don't use it, so we don't really know. Yeah, we just wanted, um, we've seen a lot of po like people posting, including links to that, and um, and have come across it in fix and stuff, or like in the notes of fix, and we kind of just wanted to do like a PSA mm -hmm. um, about it. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah. Unfortunately, um... we're going to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today we're recording on Saturday. Normally we record like Thursday or Friday. But we were in both sick this week. Yeah. And I was so sad. I was like, I'm going to miss her face. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we get to do this once. I love it. It's like the best thing about it is that we get to like talk and see each other. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had so much fun um, last week with our uh, fic planning. I know. Right? At feel like we should do that like yes, more often like separate yeah. from uh from the podcast because yeah. it was so much fun doing that and like sue said that it was great to listen to she really enjoyed listening to yeah. it that made me happy because i was glad it wasn't just like like us really talking. boring for everybody <laughs> <laughs> she said it was exciting did you read what she said yeah mm -hmm. yeah like every like every time we would be like <gasps> and get yeah. like, a, like a you know when it comes together. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other things we want to talk about. Is it cold there? Yes. It's like, it's like sort of cold here, but not really. Yeah, no, it's like 30 degrees. <gasps> That's cold. Yeah, we went from like fall to just, it was like two weeks of fall. And then it was just like winter. We don't really get fall. Yeah. I call it probably fall weather right now. It's like 50-ish maybe. Yeah, see, I love that. 
It's like my favorite. Yeah, because you can be outside and like if the sun's hitting you at the right angle, you're still warm-ish. Right. But you're like still cold. Yeah. You both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to LA next week. To, what day is today? Saturday. So Monday I'll fly back to LA. So hopefully it won't be Maybe like. a week? Yeah. Hopefully it won't be like 100 degrees again. Temperature whiplash. Ugh. Don't yeah. get sick. God, I say, I sniffle. <laughs> <laughs> We've both been sick. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? We had uh, we had some asks that we never got around to answering. Yes. And then we had a couple of other little things that we wanted to talk about. So we kind of wanted to combine everything into, into one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that we had, we got an ask um, that was basically like, what is your it wasn't like routine but like where like when do you write like when do you find time to write um and we touched upon it briefly on the episode with the li when we talked about writing english as a second language yeah um but i thought we thought since it was uh nanowrimo that we would get into it again yes because we were in we have a um I mean, we have a couple of chats that we're both in, um, but we do have a NaNoWriMo chat um, where we're kind of all cheering each other on. And it's interesting the way that everybody has their own way of finding time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a write when I can person. Like just like a few minutes here, a few minutes there. Um, usually, yes. Uh, since I, did I say this already? I feel like I said this already, but since doing Inktober, um, in the morning, the twins and I would do like, like an hour where they would do art stuff and I would do the Inktober. And, um, so what we've been doing is I've been taking that hour to write and -hmm. they do art stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, I bought them these like huge sheets of paper. They're like two feet by three feet. They come oh, in. Wow. Like, yeah. Um, it's like packing paper, you know, right. almost yeah. like newspaper material. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so I've, I've been doing that in the mornings on the weekdays, but usually I, you know, write on my phone. Um, like earlier mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like one handed writing on my phone, like doing something in the kitchen. Um, I just try to find time whenever I can, but I also get kind of a, on like a tear with writing where I'm like, I feel like I want to write all the time. And so I, I, I find the time to like write extra writing, I guess. Right. I am, I love when I can get up in the morning and write first thing in the morning. I think that I get, I'm really productive when that happens. And I'm also, it sort of like clears my brain for the rest of the day. Um, unfortunately I'm not a morning person and my mornings are a little hectic with my kid, um, and getting ready for work and stuff. So like in an ideal perfect world, I would like set an (laughs) alarm for like an hour earlier and then have like an hour of like quiet time, but I don't live in an an ideal world. Um, so I'm much the same where I find like pockets of time, um, I can sometimes be really productive if I'm like, okay, I have an hour for lunch. I'm going to run out, grab a sandwich and like sit somewhere and like write on my phone. Um, I hate writing on my phone. 
by the way, but I do do it sometimes. I have gotten like strikes of inspiration and written on the subway before. Um, so yeah, I guess I do. And then sometimes like I'll just start writing and I'll be pulled away cause I'm like my kid or whatever. So I only get like 10 minutes here and then an hour later I get another 15 minutes and it can be really hard with just like those little snatches of time. Um, so I'm much, I'm much, much better if I can have like a solid hour at least like set aside to do as much as I can. Yeah. I think, um, some people do well with like blocks of time, you know, like 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, where they like just try to write as much as they can in half an hour. Um, because I maybe once they pass 30 minutes, they start getting distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a, a, one thing to do if you find yourself um, like switching back and forth uh, to like Tumblr and stuff is to turn your internet off yes. um, and just write on your word processing program um, so that you can't, you know, distract yourself. Mm-hmm with anything else um i mean you could probably play solitaire or something on your computer. <laughs> there's always a way to find distraction but uh but like i think like you said your morning you're you're you like when you write in the morning i like that too because then you it's not hanging over you and i hate right. that i feel like that sometimes but when i when i um if i sign up for something like big bang or an exchange or a fest or whatever. It's like the deadline looms, yeah. you know? Um, and uh, and so if I don't write and don't get it done, it's like I think about it all day. Yeah. Um, and so I do, I like to get it done in the morning. And then if I want to write again later, I can, you know? like Right. And I, I've been waking up at like ass o'clock in the morning every day. So I have actually been doing some writing in the mornings mm-hmm. at like five, like one day last week, I think I was up at like 4.15 and I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> this morning, actually, I woke up at four and I was like, my first thought was like, it's early. I could get up and write. And I was like, but it's four o'clock in the morning. I'm not writing at four yeah. o'clock in the morning. That's practically nighttime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think um, it's just making it a priority. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like. Um, you know, if you have time to, you know, go out to dinner or you have time to like, I, I mean, I'm, I guess there are people like I'm trying to think back in my 20s when I was like in school and working full time. When would I have written? And I'm going to say it would have been a lot of writing on my phone um, at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's. Yeah, if you have a desk job, I mean, I I personally have a rule that I don't like writing smut at work. Like, that's just my own. Like, I know people do, but that's, like, my own personal, like, I'm uncomfortable writing explicit stuff at work. Um, but I have no problem writing non-explicit stuff at my desk when I should be working. So um, I waited tables um, and bartended um like half my life and I would do homework um at work because you know any restaurant um or bar has slow periods you know and especially when you first open you have like 
you know, one or two tables and you're sitting on your ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure like your manager would tell you that you, you know, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean, but also you can hide in the like dry storage room with your phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and, and I would do um, my homework. Uh, we had a private dining room and I would just like close the door <laughs> do my old work in there um so yeah I'm sure I would have found time to write in there and then at school I know I did a lot of um like I'd have half an hour between classes and I'd like go sit somewhere and read um like actual books mm-hmm. and <laughs> like back in the day and um so I'm sure that that would have been a play I, like I'd probably have my laptop at um but uh yeah so like I feel like you can find the time if you need to put on headphones, shut yourself in a room where it's quiet, or if you do better with background noise, go to a coffee shop, you know, if you need to take yourself out of your house and go do it somewhere else or, you know, figure out what works for you. I've been writing on my back porch a lot, Mm -hmm. my hammock. And it also, I mean, it really helps if you have supportive people around you. Yes. Um, like my husband knows I write. He knows it's important to me. Um, and if there are times where I'm like, look, I need to have an hour or two today to write, he will be like, okay, cool. And then he will like take on primary child duties during that time. You know, or like get out of the house or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or let you get out of the house. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I think sometimes, um, you know, I'm not somebody who likes to vocalize my needs ever. Um, yeah, but right. sometimes you have to um, in order to get it done. So. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you have roommates, um, just mention it. I know we have, uh, like, Emu has a lot of roommates and she likes to go to Starbucks to write. Um because like that's her place she's with her people yeah. um but uh you know you tell your roommates that you you know I, i'm gonna write so if you guys could just like i'm gonna be alone in my room with my headphones on just like don't bother me for an hour um yeah whatever you can do to um to get the time that you need i don't have yeah. a routine i also I, I was going to say I used to when I was in college and I used to write, I would, I was, or like when I was younger in my early 20s, I could also write at night, like later at night, like I would have my whole day and then like right before bed I would write. Um, and I have found that now I can't do that because now I'm like, oh, but sleep is so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just sleep instead. Um, so I've learned that I can't put it off to the very end my of the day because I won't do work. it. Yeah. My mind, yeah. Like late at night, my mind doesn't, um, I've written some stuff late at night, but yeah. then when I read it the next day, it doesn't really, it never makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. So like, but whatever works for you, if you're a night person, I could see that being, you know, something that I would have even done a few years ago, um, yeah. depending on the medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, I think like you said, the really important thing is just like prioritizing it and like making the time. Um, do we have more? I feel like we're missing something. Hmm. I don't know. So, uh, because of the holidays, um, we're both really busy. And so we cannot promise weekly podcasts. Um, 
holidays and lots of other life stuff going on, but we want to do a holiday themed episode um, where we talk about holiday fix. Um, but we don't really know exactly what we're going to do with that. Yeah. That and if you have any topics that you want us to cover, questions or anything like that, um, I want to touch on the how we've one of the things that we've been asked about is like approaching certain things with sensitivity. Yeah. And I've said this before, but as um, white women, we don't feel like we, you know, obviously we're not experts in any of like anything yeah. um, other than like being white women. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, I still am not, I don't know what I'm doing, but um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of how to put this, but like to ask us to help, you know, you to approach like writing a trans character um, with sensitivity is like, I appreciate a lot that anyone would feel like that they could ask me that mm -hmm. and that they feel like I could give a good answer. Um, but my suggestion for anything like that is to approach someone maybe you know someone who's trans who writes, you know, and um, I can almost guarantee that, you know, people are always willing to talk about how to write characters better right. or, or in a, in a more, I guess, correct way, if that makes sense. Um, same thing goes with like, like how we talked about with Zane, um, uh, because Nina posted, um, that really awesome post after listening to our, uh, podcast where I mentioned him in Merrill Herald about right. like not, not whitewashing Zane. Um, so there are, you have, uh, resources out there, um, who, there are people in the fandom, um, who, I mean, I'm not saying to just be like searching blogs and find someone that's trans and like, go ask them, you know, mm -hmm. that, don't do that. <laughs> like, please don't do that. But, um. I just don't feel comfortable giving advice on that without having talked to someone else. Yeah. About. I mean, I think, I think that when we talk about it, cause I would like to cover it on the podcast. We just need to find the right people to talk about it with. Yeah. Um, and I don't think either one of us have had the bandwidth to see, seek that out at the moment. Yeah, um, just... but I think we are planning to have a few different sensitivity topics. We just um... we want to be able to talk to people. Yeah, um, and I want I want to give it the um, it I mean, needs I, yeah I want to give it the right mental on... space yeah. um, and make sure that I'm covering it correctly and not just like throwing it together like quickly reading the terms of service <laughs> before I doing this, this particular podcast. Um, so yeah, that's, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's something that's going to take more like a lot of effort and we want to do it right. Um, because we do, we want to approach it ourselves sensitively. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, if, if anybody has any other topics in addition to sensitivity topics, um, we're always, Hit us up on the roseanddaggerpodcast.tumblr.com. There you go. Slash ask backslash ask. Slash ask. <laughs> um, okay, I guess we're done. Is that it? Yeah, I think we're done. Okay. 
All right. Well, thank you uh, for listening to episode 10 of the Rose and Dagger podcast, talking about uh, profiting on your fan fiction, off of your fan fiction. I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. And I am Nick. Lewin has AF and Yes is a World. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>